Glory, 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 glory. It's another episode of Grace and Faith Podcast. Thank you for listening in. I believe you have been having a good day and it's about to get better. Glory to God. Why? You're about to listen to God's word. <laughs> Amen. Alright, let's say a quick word of prayer. Abba Father, we thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your word and thank you for your spirit. It's another time to listen to your word, another time to fellowship with your word. I pray that the spirit of wisdom and revelation will further open our eyes of understanding to see wondrous things from your word. I pray that our minds are renewed and our lives are transformed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father, for we believe and we receive in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Praise God. All right, today uh, I'll be speaking on the topic, the power of the tongue. Amen. The power of the tongue. Now, have you heard the phrase, small but mighty, before? It's a popular phrase, yes, small but mighty. It is used to describe someone or something who though might appear small or insignificant, yet able to cause a tremendous impact. Hallelujah. Now, such is the tongue with respect to the human body. The tongue is a small member of the body, yet its influence in one's life can be so enormous. Apostle James aptly captured this when he wrote in um, James chapter 3, James chapter 3 and verse 5a, he said, Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. But you see, before Apostle James described the tongue the way he did in verse 5, he had compared it to two other things. So I would like to read James chapter 3 from verse 3. James chapter 3 and from verse 3. It says, Indeed, we put beads in horses' mouth that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at sheep, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are torn by a very small ruder wherever the pilot desires. Now into that verse 5. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest for a little fire kindles. Praise God. So Apostle James compared the tongue to two things. The first one is described as beads in horse's mouth. Hallelujah. So when you put a bead in an horse's mouth, what are you trying to do? You're going to make the horse to obey you and you are able to control the whole body. Amen. You can make it stop. You can make it run. You can make it turn left. You can make it turn right just by putting beads in the horse's mouth. Then secondly, he compared it to a ship. You know how big a ship is? It's being controlled by a small ruder. A very small ruder will control the movement of the ship. Now, there's something interesting about the ship and being controlled by the ruder. 
You see, when the pilot turns, unlike the oars, when the pilot turns the rudder, the ship would not move towards that direction immediately. But gradually, it will begin to move towards the direction the um, pilot has turned the rudder. So what is James saying here? James is letting us know that, you see, your words or your tongue is able to give direction to your life. The common denominator between the two comparisons, the beating of his mouth and the ruder is that both gives direction to the object, that is the horse and the ship. So James is saying that your tongue, likening your tongue to the ruder and the uh, beating of his mouth is saying that your tongue is able to give direction to your life. That is, the words you say are able to give direction to your life. Praise God. That means you can't joke with the things you're saying. You can't joke with your words. You can't just speak carelessly. Hallelujah. Now, but was it only um, Apostle James that thought and taught this way? Not so. The wisest king in Israel, Solomon, also said this much. In Proverbs chapter 18, Proverbs 18 verse 21, I'm going to read the New Living Translation. It says, The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Hallelujah. So you will eventually reap the consequences of the words you speak, be it good or bad. You will eventually reap the consequences. Whatever you say consistently, whatever you say over time, you will reap the consequences of it. Praise God. So, words are likened to seeds. Saying the same thing or similar words over and again is like planting a seed and watering it. You will later harvest the fruit. That's why if you read that Proverbs 18.21 in King James Version, Proverbs 18.21 in King James, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So you will eventually reap the fruit of what you're saying over time. I'm, I'm not saying that words you just speak once and just leave it like that. No, I'm saying words that you say over time. You keep saying it just like the root. And when you turn the root, gradually, it's going to, the, the shape will go in that direction. So when you are saying a, uh, some words over and again, you will eventually reap the fruit. That is the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Praise God. So what are you saying? What are you saying consistently? You will eat the fruit thereof of what you're saying. You cannot keep speaking defeat and reap the fruit of victory. Hallelujah. You cannot keep speaking lack and reap the fruit of abundance. You cannot keep speaking failure and reap the fruit of success. It doesn't work that way. You cannot keep speaking sickness and weakness and you think you will reap the fruit of health and wholeness. No, you cannot. So you will have to speak consistently and over again the fruit of what you want to reap. You want to have victory, then keep speaking victory. Say it over and again. I win in life. I win in life. Come what's me. 
Even when you are faced with a defeat, you just lost a contract, you just lost an opportunity. You don't go wallowing in, in defeat. You speak your way out by saying God's word, I win in life. I always win. Now, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. I triumph in life. You keep saying the words. You're sick in your body. You don't know when you're sick. You cannot now say, I'm sick. Oh, no. You just say, I'm strong. No, 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 no. Faith is not denying the obvious. It's not denying what it is. It is saying exactly what you want to see. So you keep saying it that uh, the healing power of God is working in my body, bringing health and wholeness. Oh, you don't have money on you. You're lack. You're, you're in lack. You're broke. Oh, it's okay. If, oh, I'm broke. You want to, oh, probably somebody is asking for something. Oh, I'm broke at the moment. I, I'm short on cash or something. But much more is that you are saying consistently that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You're saying con- consistently, my God shall supply all that I need according to his riches in glory. Praise God. So you must change your words for you to change your life. For your life to go in the right direction, you have got to say the right words. You've got to say the right words over and again. It's like a seed. Plant and water it. Say it over and over and over again. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, you see, the only way to change what you're saying out of your mouth is to change what you are taking into your heart. I'll say that again. The only way to change what you're saying out of your mouth is to change what you are taking into your heart. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What you say often is largely a product of what fills your heart. So what's in your heart? What's in your heart? So the only way to get your words right, the only way to set your life in the right direction with your words, the only way to reap a good harvest from the words you speak is to fill your heart with the right words. You will speak more often what fills your heart the most. That is it. You will speak more often what fills your heart the most. So what right words should fill your heart? What right words? The words of Christ. The word of God. What God has said concerning you. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16a. I'll just read the 16a. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Let it dwell in you richly. Let the word of God saturate your being. Let it fill your heart. And it cannot happen by chance. It cannot happen by mistake. You've got to feed on God's word so that you can have a heart full of God's word. You've got to feed on God's word. You've got to read it. You've got to listen to it. You've got to take it in over and over again. Because the right words you're going to speak that will shape your life can only be found in God's word. It is out of the heart full of the word, the strength to discipline your tongue is received. Because really, you cannot control what you say as much like you can control what you take into your heart. So if you want to control your words, you have to control what you take in, into your heart. Praise God. You have the capacity to give your life a direction by the words you speak consistently. You have the capacity to do that. 
the written word has showed us how to go about it. We fill our hearts with the word of God. Don't speak defeat. Speak victory. Don't speak lack. Speak abundance. Don't speak failure. Speak success. Don't speak sickness. Don't speak weakness. Speak health. Speak wholeness. Hallelujah. That is what the word of the Lord has taught us. Now the psalmist said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Praise God. You know, the writer of Hebrews says something in Hebrews and chapter 13, verse 5. Or if verse 5b and verse 6. Hebrews 13, verse 5b and verse 6. It says, For he himself has said, that is, God himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 6 now says that, So we may boldly say. So that means God said, so that we will boldly say. So it said, so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Hallelujah. So the word of God is written so that we can say it. And we say it boldly. We say what the Lord has said. We say it consistently. Even when we are not saying what we are saying yet. We say it over and again. Remember James, when he compared the tongue to uh, the, the small rudder, which is used to turn the ship. He said, even though the, the ship is driven by a fierce wind, alright, he says, it will still go in the direction that the pilot desires when the pilot turns the rudder. Praise God. So even in the midst of a fierce wind, Keep saying what the word of God has said. It will go as you have said it. It will go. Your life will go in that direction, just like you have said it. Hallelujah. So don't joke with your words. Don't don't joke with your words. Most especially the things you say consistently. The things you say consistently. Let the words you say consistently align with God's word. Align with God's purpose for your life. Align with what God has told you. Align with what God's word has told you. And then you will find that find out that your life will gradually gravitate towards those words. Factors will automatically align and rearrange themselves to ensure that the words you say in your life goes in that direction of the words that you're saying. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. It's time to begin to eat the good fruits of the right words that you're saying. You can begin to eat the good fruits of the right words you're saying. I'm not a failure. I'm a success. I cannot be defeated. I have victory. God causes me to always triumph in life. My body is full of God's power and God's strength. I am not feeble. I am not weak. I am strong. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I do not lack for food. I do not lack for money. I do not lack for ideas. I do not lack for innovation because the Lord supply all that I need according to his riches in glory. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I live in abundance. Glory to God. I'm not a failure. I am a success. Hallelujah. So you've got to speak God's word. 
You've got to speak words of faith. God has given you that power to make your life go in the direction of the words that you say. And you've got to use it very, very well. Praise God. Thank God for his word. And thank God for his spirit. I believe you have been blessed greatly. Thank you also for listening in. I will encourage you again. Go ahead to share this word of God with somebody else. Let the word be a blessing to them as well. Alright? Let's catch up again next week Sunday. Cheers. Thank you.